Oh. Here we go. Here. Let's do this again. One more time. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Radio 101. Sadly, however, we will return to the Slade and Mason show. That's the wrong button. That's the button. Sadly, we will return to the Slade and Mason show. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Now, do I peel back the wall now, or do we just let people think, "Ah, hey, we're no, just we're gonna we're gonna peel back that wall, baby." Yeah, it was. It was we have to because, quite frankly, hi, I'm JD Slade. I'm Dan Mason, and this is the Slade and Mason Show. Yeah, go for it, JD. Okay, so this is actually the restart because <laughs> we started this section uh, about 15 minutes ago, and then Dan looked up and said, "Hey, guess what?" Really, guys, I'm not kidding. The system it's was not, not recording. recording. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right. So now that you know this, it's like, but I actually, I, I think that the questions are still applicable because uh, now that I've had a chance to talk with our, our first guest on the show, uh, I, I think you'll enjoy this. So, Dan, take it from there. All right. Um, my deepest apologies. Um, we have with us this morning uh, a friend of mine, it, Joan Wenland. She is an author. Uh, Joan, good morning. Good morning morning once again sorry about that yeah so uh we the slade and mason show is typically plagued with technical difficulties uh jd they're usually called dan no we're gonna it's freddie freddie <laughs> freddie's responsible for <laughs> oh my gosh so joan is an author and she's been kind enough to join us this morning here on the slade and mason show and uh good morning and tell us a little bit about yourself and um how you got started here? Well, I'm a bit of a renaissance woman. I'm an engineer. I'm a game designer. I'm an author. God knows how my creativity will exhibit next time. Mm -hmm. It's kind of fluid. I got started uh, when I told my brain, it's that time of year when I have to design a new game to be ready for this large game convention that happens every August. Mm. And my brain said, you know, I've got a great idea for a novel. And I said, well, that's very nice, but I need a game. And my brain said, I will think of nothing else until you write this novel. <laughs> it's dismaying because it takes a lot longer to write a novel than design a game. Yeah, it, I can imagine. Um, and again, your first novel was about what again? Tell the tell you on it. It's a secret society novel hmm? where this one woman, she joins the secret society for no better reason than she needs the steady work. But once she gets in there, she discovers that they have a whole lot of power to create good in the world. It's not an evil secret society. Right. And then one day she looks around and goes, hold on a second. We're breaking the laws of physics here. Who's running this joint? Aliens? And her orientation lady says, well, could be aliens. We don't know. What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> Very compartmentalized in here. Could be aliens. Could be angels. Oh my God, is it angels? We don't know. <laughs> so you discover this secret society's world through the eyes of the newbie, and she doesn't know who's running the joint, and she won't know who's running the joint until book three. Wow. So oh, book three. So you have a you have a second book then. I'm fifty-eight thousand words into my second book right now. So I'm hoping to have it done and out by August. And what is and the what is the title of the first book? 
The first book is called Backstage, a novel of secret agendas, slow burn romance, and imaginary cats. Slow burn romance and cats. Uh, that part. Imaginary cats. <laughs> imaginary cats. Imaginary cats. Uh, that just sounds it's so interwoven. It's like it just sounds like a real complicated twist that could have a very satisfying ending. Joan, I, you know, I, I've thought about writing a book and I started to try and write one some years ago. And I just don't have the discipline for it. I, I guess because, I, you know, again, I would sit down and I got I got like the first 20 pages done. I was really proud. And then it's like uh, I just started goofing off. What's your process and how do you discipline yourself to do it? Well, it's important to set aside at least an hour every day to write because it's like going to the gym. If you blow it off one day, then the next day it's even easier to blow off. Next thing you know, you haven't done anything in a week. Mm. So you have to you have to say to yourself, I need to make time for this. And in an hour, it depends on inspiration. You know, I can put out a thousand words in an hour if I'm doing well. And a wow. thousand words a day is more than a lot of professional authors write. I'm very fond of a, an author called Ben Aronovich, and he posts his word count every day, and it's somewhere between 500 and 700 words a day. And I'm like, well, I, I can outwrite Ben Aronovich in volume anyway. Right. Uh, he's a better author, uh, but he's been at it longer. So I give myself that. That's pretty and, and you 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 were you had a full time job as you were writing your first book, and you're back to working full time. How do you find the time? I mean, I realize that you're a renaissance woman and such, but uh, there's still only 24 hours in a day. That's true. I do have the gift of no children. Ah, <laughs> the, the, the story that I had, the 1,200 children that I, I have, <laughs> kind of precludes me from getting into little projects. Yes, I, I, can, I can definitely associate with that. Uh. Oh, also, I have a five-minute commute. Yeah, that does. I'm not, mine's not bad. I have about 20 minutes, so that's good. Uh, mine's not bad. It's about a minute and a half. Yeah. <laughs> you roll out of bed and go downstairs? Uh, no, actually, I just have to walk out the door and next door. Very nice. Gosh, that's funny. So, well, uh, it depends. It, like, it depends on the company you work for. <laughs> <laughs> so um, have you always thought about writing books, or is this something that just kind of stirred in your brain one day? I mean, how did that... Oh. I wanted to write books when I was quite young. And when I was a junior in high school, I had to make the decision of where I would go to college. And I thought I would love to be an author, but I'd also like to be an engineer. Just genetically, I'm predisposed for that. Right. And I reasoned, as an engineer would, that if I went to engineering school, I could still write. But if I went to writing school, no one would let me be an engineer. That is true. That is true. So I went to engineering school, and when I got out, I wrote some live-action role-playing games, if you're familiar with those. Mm -hmm. And then you might recall I got married. Yeah, I, I was there for that. <laughs> yeah. And then... Even though I tried to talk you out of it. <laughs> oh, uh, Sorry, he's Dave. He's listening. So, uh, <laughs> so then my, my engineering career kind of stalled, and I decided to go to graduate school at night for a master's in engineering. Mm -hmm. And there went the writing time. Poof! Sure gone and when i came out the other side of that my creativity was doing the game designing thing so i started my game design company blood and cardstock games yep blood and cardstock on the games. web yep yep and yep. Uh, then you know i just got to this point where i tried to design another game and it came out a book 
Oops. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, how do you, how do you get your books published? Oh, there's a very simple interface on Amazon where you can self-publish to ebook, and uh, I got a little guide on how to do that, and it's really quick. Oh wow! So you're actually you're on Amazon right now. We can uh, you can purchase books through Amazon. You absolutely can. Wow. That's There's cool. only um, two ninety nine each. Wow. That's very reasonable. So is there like a <laughs> website or call out or you want to mention to uh, our crowd here? Well, what I would like to mention is even if you've read my books at Christmas time, if you have someone's email address, you can purchase the book for them and tell Amazon to deliver it on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, and it'll automatically download to their Kindle app with a little note from you saying Merry Christmas. That's wow. pretty cool. Yeah. Modern technology. Wow. That's great when you realize at the very, very last minute you didn't get someone something. Mm -hmm. 30 seconds later, you've gotten them something. That's sweet. Okay. Yeah. So how do we, how do we find you uh, uh, on the net, on the Amazon, on the whole thing there? What's the easiest way for people to find you? Uh, to, to type in my name, Joan Wendland, W-E-N-D-L-A-N-D. And I will warn you, there's two author Joan Wendlands on there. Uh, the other one hasn't written in about five or six years. So the two most recent books are mine. And she's evil. So they're, no, I, I don't mean. <laughs> and Maggie, I, I, I have not met the other Joan Wendland. I'm. I'm going to presume she's good until I learn otherwise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, the book sounds fascinating. That's and cool. so you're, you're working on the second, and so then there's going to be a third. There will be a third, yes. Okay. Are you planning anything past that, or is that pretty much it for right now, or got anything uh, in the pot? Oh, I've got a number of novels kind of stacked up in my brain, and one of them I actually have several thousand words written on. It was a big problem when I started the sequel to the first book where I was writing it and then I got this idea for the other book and I, I wrote a little so I wouldn't forget and then I went back to the sec the sequel and then I got another idea for that other book and I wrote in that and it, it began to mm -hmm. almost be larger than the sequel and I'm like, this has to stop. Wow. <laughs> so every time I wrote in the other book, I had to force myself to go back and write in the sequel making even more time dedicated to writing in a day. And finally that other book shut up for a bit, but it is my plan just, just as after backstage, I switched gears and wrote a different book. And now I'm back to the sequel. After the sequel, I intend to, to write this other book that was bothering me. It's a paranormal romance. And then I'll go back and write book three in the backstage trilogy. Wow. Don, let me ask you this uh, again. Um, <laughs> Like I say, the process sounds sounds like you have to have a, a great deal of discipline for it. But again, how do you do it? How do you find time to to write, to do your job? And then, of course, you still got a household. My household isn't exactly clean right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was so, fair. Some things suffer. Um, Grubhub has been a friend, so the <laughs> the hour I might have spent cooking dinner, someone else is cooking dinner, I'm writing, then when it arrives, I stop writing. That's um, and also, I have an online community on Twitter. It's like hashtag writers community, or you can look for hashtag writers life. And we all follow each other, 
And occasionally you'll be like messing with Twitter when you should be writing. Mm -hmm. And someone will have posted a, a picture of like someone pointing a threatening finger at you and the, the caption is you should be writing. And you're like, I absolutely should. And then you start writing. That's funny. Uh, which brings up a question. Um, just that, do you hear from some of your readers very much? And if do, what, what kind of things do they talk about? Oh, yeah. Um, I have readers that, that will post to me on Twitter. They've just read it and they enjoyed it. And then they'll say, oh, I liked it so much I gave it to my friend for her birthday and she liked it. Uh, sometimes they'll ask about progress on the book. Something I do every day is once I've finished writing, I take a snippet, a very small snippet because it's Twitter, out and I'll post it with the hashtag WIPJOY, which stands for Work in Progress Joy. And so then they'll comment on, oh, I can't wait to see where that fits into the new novel. Uh, so there is back and forth. And one of them actually participated last month. Uh, the month of November, there's this nano writing challenge where if you follow the hashtag for that, and I do not have it memorized, and also it's no longer November, mm. so you'd have to wait for it to come around again. <laughs> uh, but someone guides you through sprints, and you can't be working full-time to do this, but they'll be like, okay, in 10 minutes, we're going to do a 20-minute sprint, and we're all going to write together, and then we'll post how many words we wrote at the end of the 20 minutes, wow. and then we'll take wow. a break, and we'll come back for 20 more minutes. And she wrote 50,000 words last month in her very first novel by participating in that. That's wow. that's great. That's great. All right. I we, I write uh, I write my own. Uh, well, I try to attempt to write my own jokes for, and I, I understand, you know, again how much it takes. I, that's why I have to have my partner here mm -hmm. go over some of the stuff that I write. But do you ever suffer? And and I had a, a recent bout of it. A writer's block. Not yet, thank God. Um, I mean, that's I it. Just days. cursor, cursor. Why don't you? No, <laughs> go ahead, Joe. I, I do have days where I'm just too burned out from the day job to write. But in general, that hasn't happened to me yet, knock on wood. Yeah. Um, I find a lot of times people forget to read while they're writing. You can burn out on your own writing, but if you're reading someone else's novel, it keeps your mind fresh. So don't make yourself too busy to read because that's counterproductive. That's cool. That's cool. That really is. All right. Well, we've been chatting with Joan Wenlin, author. Um, we have I, I tell it tell them the name of the book again. It's the Backstage. Go ahead. The first book is Backstage, a novel of secret agendas, slow burn romance, and imaginary cats. My second book is not in that series. It's called Mr. Darcy Cogs Maketh the Man. Cogs Maketh the Man. Well, looking forward to that. Looking forward to uh, chatting with you again when you get the book out. That way we can uh, have you back on the show if you'd be interested. Oh, certainly. That'd be great. Again, speaking with Joan Wendland. Joan, thanks for coming today. That's really thanks, nice. Thanks, Joan. Thank you for having me. All right. You take care. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Again, we were speaking with Joan Wendland. She okay, so there, there goes the class of the program. Now we can go back to our <laughs> anabolistic, you know, aboriginal ways. <laughs> Actually, she was, I, I was really fascinated with her because, uh, again, I, I, I am, I, I write. And so, you know, again, I want to write the, the, I don't want to write the great American novel, but I do want to write at some point. And I just wanted to know, and I think I had the right idea when I started, because I would, I would dedicate like an hour a day 
where I would just do nothing but write. Okay, well, that's good because uh, I get your jokes on Wednesday and that ain't writing. <laughs> I tell you something, buddy. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> writer's block is a bear, and especially when you're trying to crank out topical stuff because once the jokes are gone, man, they're no good anywhere else. So. Yes, that's true. Well, you know, I, I was doing the uh, Today in History, and yeah. that is that is a rough ride because uh, sometimes it just doesn't it just doesn't flow. You're looking at something yeah. going, yeah, there's nothing funny for July 19th. So there you go. It looked like a good idea when I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, did you know? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Uh, okay, ask me something. How can you get uh, a Whopper for a penny at McDonald's? I'll wait. Dum, 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 uh, I hate dum, to, the one that disappoints you. I know the answer to this because uh, of this new app. Yes, yes. Burger King has issued a brand new app. And basically, it's once the phone GPS indicates that you are within 600 feet of a McDonald's restaurant... Dun, 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 dun. The app will sell you a Whopper for one penny. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, so, I mean, that's pretty much it. Now, the promo runs until December 12th. So that's this Wednesday. So you but have the thing of it is, is that that is ingenious. It is. It it's really brilliant. It is. Uh, but apparently McDonald's did something similar to that. Um, and I can't find the article on there, but so it's, 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 uh, this one's a little weird because it's just that it's, 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 it's a competitor's product. So you're going through the drive through and you're like, yeah, I feel like having a Whopper because quite frankly, they're, they're better than Big Macs. In my, well, here's, my the, here's the, here's the sad part. Yes. <laughs> really? uh-huh. Um, McDonald's, uh, spends billions of dollars. And advertising, mm-hmm. not nearly as much. Burger King, Burger yeah. King doesn't advertise nearly as much because McDonald's believes that if the name is out there, that's good for us. Correct. So uh, you spend all these billions of dollars, and then just have Burger King pick your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. So I can say kudos to the new vice president of marketing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, okay. So, uh, you know, I um I talk about online dating on my other regular show. Uh-huh. Because I, 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 I'm just old-fashioned. I just can't. I can't put my hands and my feet in the hands of a robot. <laughs> well, <laughs> Never mind. We went down All that right, path. I'm not going it. down that path. Stop going- <laughs> All right. Stop it. I didn't even think about that before I came out with it. This way I tell you, I got to remember who I'm working with here. But there is a there is a dating app. Mm-hmm. It's called the Inner Circle. That sounds kind of dangerous. Yeah, shut up. I'm, I'm just making this too easy for you here, buddy. Here's the thing. One of the things that I have railed about for years is the idiocy of selfies. Yes. Every time you look up, it's like people are just taking pictures of themselves. And I know people who take 13, 14, 15 pictures a day, every day, and post them on Facebook. 
the one selfie that just is like fingernails on a blackboard to me is that one where you make the duck lips. Yes. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, I mean, to be honest, and I don't mean to be gross here. Yeah. You know what it looks a lot like? Oh, uh, maybe, maybe. Like a chicken's butt. Okay. Why are you looking at chickens' butts? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was on a farm for a while. Uh, you know? But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. so this 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 app, the Inner Circle, is no longer going to accept people who post duck face mirror selfies. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it's only it only approves half the people Wait, who apply to begin with. That means no more Kardashians. <laughs> That's right. They've got a waiting list of 1.2 million people, and they released a statement saying. When someone registers for the inner circle, we look at whether they have a good picture. Are you the only person in it? Is it a selfie with duck face in the mirror? Oh my we God. still have those, unfortunately. That is not the perfect fit. Yeah. Boy, I'm telling you, sooner or later, I'm going to win my battle. People are going to stop doing it. Oh, my gosh. Hey, do you know what a Hawaiian monk seal is? The line just <laughs> went very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right on topic. Do you know what a Hawaiian monk seal is? <laughs> oh my God. No. Well, <laughs> but you don't tell me, I'm going right? to tell you. <laughs> we have a problem with Hawaiian monk seals. And it's a very serious problem. First off, they are endangered species. They are, they are obviously only available on the Hawaiian Islands and the uh, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's research program for the Hawaiian Monk Seal Research Program, also known as HMSRP, <laughs> has indicated that they've realize that there's a problem with the youngsters, the young seals, and they're not quite sure how to fix it, is uh, the what, Hawaiian monk the seals, problem? well, they will go foraging for food and shove their mouths and noses into crevices of coral reefs under rocks and sand looking for eels. And unfortunately... Some of the eels go up their nose. <laughs> so, instead of the eels going, crawl, crawl, they go, clah, clah. <laughs> Oh, 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 sound like Felix Unger having an attack. No, as the one site guy said, you know, <laughs> a bad Monday's better than an eel up your nose. <laughs> oh, 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 my gosh. I just, I had to share that with Oh, man, I put myself through this every other week. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Uh, so they've uh, <laughs> elsewhere. Hey, I've got another reason to go to college, man, especially if you can get into Ohio State University. What do you got? I think it's the Ohio State University. I'm sorry. The Ohio Port Council. They've installed a bacon vending machine. I heard about O-S-U. that. Yes. <laughs> there is a God. <laughs> a strip of bacon costs a buck. That's awesome. Proceeds from the machines are going to the school's <laughs> meat service science program. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. Okay. So. I've heard. Uh, so you do know that uh, SpaceX <laughs> is working on this new capsule, um, the the SpaceX capsule, right? You know about this at all? I've heard something about it. Yeah, we're going to get ourselves off and uh, delivered to Mars somehow. Of course, we're going to start going to to the moon and things of that nature. But it's <clears throat> it's a very cramped, very uh, 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 highly highly. Uh, sophisticated system but it, it is it's very very cramped in system um and you're in that module the entire time <clears throat> so they they've just rescheduled to reset things uh they got some changes they had to make uh apparently there's a problem with the uh the food supplies um there's been a request that they uh no longer have beans and <laughs> 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 no more. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, oh, oh this I is... am trying to stretch this crap out of hand. You're <sighs> killing me today. Oh my gosh. All right. Tell you what, let's <laughs> let's take a Before shot. you decide to take hit that break. button, yeah. I want to talk to uh, some very special people out there who are making the holidays special it's for the a lot holiday of season. I'm going to knock you out. There are a number of secret Santas out there who are paying off layaways. Uh, I've gotten at least a, almost a half million dollars of people getting their layaways paid off, including Tyler Perry, who paid off $400,000 wow. worth of layaways at two Kmarts or two Walmarts in Georgia. Wow. So, again, hey, listen, there is a good citizenry out there. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. Keep making yourself feel good and keep making others feel good. That's All right, awesome. now you can hit the button while I pull this crap out. I can't because the button didn't load, but I'll press this button over here so we can do this one, and then we'll press that button, and then we'll go this button. Thank goodness for this break. Sadly, however, we will return to the Slade and Mason Show. out on the road and you want something good to eat and you don't want to waste no goddamn time you want some food fast tasty cheap come on down to brimley's where we only got five things we got soda pop we don't even got no diet so don't even f-ing ask we got the best goddamn chicken sandwich you ever had and we got a cheeseburger that's second to none that leaves us with two more items for our menu because remember we only got five things that leaves us with french fries, crispy, delicious, moist on the inside, and lots of goddamn salt. What could that 
fucking fifth item B. How about the best macaroni and cheese you ever fucking put in your mouth? That's right. Ripley's only got five things. Soda, chicken sandwich, a cheeseburger, french fries, mac and cheese. And don't ask us for a damn salad. And don't ask for a diet soda. And if you don't like the cheese, we'll fucking peel it off because we ain't doing no special orders. They's all getting cheese on them. And if you want condiments, we got ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard, relish, and diced onions. Help your himself because we're not here to serve you. We're here to serve you. Come down to Brimley's. Brimley's. Really good food. Damn good food. Now available in 16 great locations.
But now we must return you to the sleigh in Mason's. ZZ Top! Oh my gosh. Hi, I'm Dandy Slade. I'm Dan Mason, and, and this, this is the Slade Mason Show. So that was uh, Dano Music doing the Boom Born Blues on <laughs> the Slade and Mason Show. Oh my gosh. Mr. Slade? Yes, sir. Uh, uh, hi. <laughs> uh, oh, listen, you know, did, I was thinking earlier. Did you know uh, that Brimley's people. is now available in 16 great locations? <laughs> I see that. We have been really good for them. <laughs> you can get your own Brimley's franchise. Yeah. Ask us. We'll tell you how. Yeah, we'll tell you how. Here we are getting close to Christmas, Dano. And, you know, it's like I was taking a look at uh, some of the uh, sites that tell me places that have the most Christmas spirit. So let's just find out your knowledge of happy, happy states. Okay. I want you to see if you can name how many of the top ten Happy states, the most Christmas spirit states in this country. Uh, and you could go now. And New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Not even close. I was just kidding. Uh, most Christmassy states, uh, I'm going to put New York in the top 10. Nope. Oh, wow. All right. So I'm going to go deep into my brain cells. Um, uh, Ohio. Nope. Right, I'll tell you, I'll give you Pen- a couple of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Uh, nope. Wow. <laughs> All right. I, All right. Let wow. me just give you the bottom of the five, of the 10. <laughs> New Jersey. North Carolina <laughs> at 10. Virginia at 9. Ooh. Arkansas at 8. Mm-hmm. Alabama at 7. Wow. Tennessee at six. Now, with that criteria, let's think if you can come up with the top five. Arizona? No. California? No, me. Wow. You're thinking, see, you're thinking, you're thinking big splashes and noted places. I want you to, to go back. Remember the bottom five. North Carolina, Virginia, Arkansas, Alabama, Tennessee. Uh huh. Uh-huh. All right, let's go. Let's let me just start giving you hints. At number five, think New England. Uh, New Hampshire. Oh, try again. N- uh, New Hampshire. <laughs> Is that all you know about New England? <laughs> uh, Connecticut. Uh, let's see, New Hampshire, Maine. Uh, there we go. Maine. It's Maine. Number five. Wow. <clears throat> At number four. Yes. Wow. There's an old river, and it ain't the Mississippi. Uh, 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 Rappahannock? <laughs> <laughs> it's the show me state, buddy. Uh, uh, oh, that would be uh, Missouri. That's right. At number four, Missouri. Missouri. At number three. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, but I, I can understand it. The most Christmas spirit, uh, Ogden. Really? Utah. Thank you very much. That's, at number three. That's interesting. At, yeah, at number two. Uh-huh. Uh, the only thing that I knew that came out of uh, this this state that was worth anything was George McGovern. Was who? George McGovern. I don't know where he's from. 
I'm bad. South Dakota. South Dakota. South Dakota. Boy, stupid, man. <laughs> Boy, it's like, see, again, get I myself a new partner. Like All right, listen. The number one. <laughs> number one. Yakima. <laughs> Washington State. Yes. <laughs> a state with the most Christmas spirit. Yeah. Based on Christmas movies, Christmas music, ornaments. And there Christmas card sales. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, um, let's get into the ever ever popular argument, and then I'll let you get on to your tangent here. Okay. Uh, you got any favorite Christmas movies? Movies? Uh, uh, so, uh, Miracle on 34th Street, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Mary! Mary! Uh, let's see. Those, those two seem to come to the top. Uh, All right, now, hold on. As far Before as comedies you... are concerned, I like uh, Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. That's one of my favorites. Okay. So, uh, see, this just goes to show you how warped we are. All right. Um, you said uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Uh-huh. The original and it's a one. Wonder- and It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Jimmy Stewart. Those are the... Every time somebody dies, their angel gets a wing or bell rings or something. <laughs> uh, Cla- Clarence gets a, Clarence gets a wing or something. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I... I've seen bits and pieces of both those movies. Never have seen the entire the entire film, either one. Wow. Never cared to. Um, and, you know, again, it, it, the first one, uh, Miracle on 34th Street, was just uh, that was so that was so saccharinely sweet that yes. it was like it, well, again, it made your teeth. Hurt. Now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. There's the black and white one, and then and there's, then there's the color one with Maureen O'Hara. Right, that one's awful. The first so, one uh, was good. But now, as far as... I had forgotten that Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was actually a Christmas movie. It is. But no, my fav- one of my favorite modern-day Christmas movies is, of course, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Holiday road. And my favorite scene in the whole movie is where the cat is behind the chair and bites into the electrical cord. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as a classic movie, there, I have my favorite, and and it's like, and it's been done so many times. Uh, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Yeah. But my favorite version, there are two that stick in mind. There is one, uh, the 1934 version, mm-hmm. which was just a little too dated, but the 1951 version with Alistair Sims as Ebenezer Scrooge. It's like I make it my business to see that uh, every year, once at least once every year. I think I even have a copy of it around here somewhere. Well, my favorite, actually, of that interpretation is the movie Scrooged. That was even better. Have you ever seen that with, with uh, uh, Bill Murray? Bill Murray, yep. Um, that was funny. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But see, Bill Murray is an acquired taste, too. Uh, you know, again, I liked him in Caddyshack, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, but I... Eh, I'm not real. I'm not a real Bill Murray fan. Yeah, so. whatever. Yeah, you like Chevy yeah, Chase, yeah. but you don't like Bill Murray. They, I, well, they Chevy was best Chase, friends. They were yeah, that life Chevy together. Chase sacrificed his body for <laughs> for the uh, for the cup. Oh, you know what? I want to finish up one thing. Yeah, I gave you the top ten. <laughs> Who do you think comes in at the absolute bottom five? Uh, well, you told me North Carolina, Virginia. No, I didn't know. What Those are. I'm talking about the bottom five of the 50 states. The bottom five of the 50 states. I just gave you the top 10 states. 
Oh, so North Carolina. Okay, 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 okay. Um, okay, New Jersey. Yep, forty-seven. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know Florida's got to be in there because I am. I am not dragging a Christmas tree up from the basement, Myrna. You want the tree? Get it your dag damn self. <laughs> oh, just shut up. The kids aren't going to be here this year anyway. I'm sick and tired of Christmas. Didn't you get him something from Amazon? I did, but then he wanted a sweater. A sweater. Oh, we're going to use a sweater down here in Florida. For God's sake, Myrna, what is your problem? If you bring those lights up... So I can see Number Florida. 48. There you go. Yeah. You got that one down. Florida, right. I got that one down. All right. Uh, squirreling around the states... Uh, and only because of proximity, it's, I would say, unfortunately, it's Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's number 49. Because, <laughs> you know, getting that, uh, getting that Christmas spirit, <laughs> it's a little rough. <laughs> you know, it's like, alakawala <laughs> halihi. You know, oh, you're spending oh. most of your time taking eels out of seals' noses. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got time for Christmas for crying out loud? Oh my you gosh. I want you to realize that when I asked him about the top states with the 50, he couldn't get a one. <laughs> I'm nailing every one of these suckers. <laughs> He's gotten three out of three so far. <laughs> All right. Next one, of course, is going to be. <laughs> Alaska, because <laughs> number fifty. Yeah, because if you think about it, they're going to themselves. They're going. Oh, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, huh? Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Hey, gee, I think it's snowing us. <laughs> And you know what? If you bless, <laughs> <laughs> let's put some lights up. Yeah, great. <laughs> Where's the tree? <laughs> yeah, let me shake the snow off again. Again. <laughs> and you know what? I, I don't even care if you uh, don't get the fifth one, but you know you got to take a shot at it. You've got the, the bottom. Ah, uh, the bottom of the line. Let's see. Um, Oh my gosh! It's gotta be uh, it's gotta be Nevada because they really don't give a rat's patootie about Christmas. I would say. You know, Nevada did not make that list. Nevada is pretty uh. in like middle of the list. But I'm gonna Ooh. give you a hint on the last one. Right. Hey, again, car capital of the world, Detroit, Michigan. As <laughs> <laughs> your Christmas uh, present, I got it from Dollar Tree. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's like. Nope, we have nothing to celebrate this year either. That's right, baby. Yeah. Didn't you get didn't you get me this puzzle from Dollar Tree last year? <laughs> Shut up and open it again. <laughs> Here is your cat calendar. <laughs> it says nineteen ninety-eight. Shut up. We can use it again. You know, it's like I used to love getting those calendars, but then it's like as I got older, I thought you spend all this time getting this really pretty cloth calendar mm. that's never going to be able to be used again. 
pretty 1998 was. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that your Aunt Myrna? She's dead now. But anyway, we should have had a birthday present. Oh, man. Birthday presents. Oh, birthday presents. So um, let me ask you a question. Uh, again, Christmas is coming up. Actually, your birthday's coming up. We should share that with a crowd. Well, uh, yeah. Okay, so the thing of it is is that I was born so close to Christmas that I was brought home on Christmas Day. Yeah, yes. There you so, go. So, you know, and I, 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 I bring up my main squawk every year because when I was younger and I was a youth, mm-hmm. There, with it being so close, you know, I wasn't going to have big splashes like everybody else does twice a year. You know, once your birthday, once your Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like, here's the way my Christmases and birthdays went. One year I'd get the really cool present on my birthday and the next year I'd get underwear on my birthday. Yeah. Uh, so it was, <clears> it was like, like uh, yeah, they split yeah. your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like uh, those of us who are born that close to Christmas, we have a legitimate gripe because somebody who's born in July gets a big party and all the presents and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, again, like I say, underwear. Underwear. Yeah, it's great. Oh, but it's blue. (laughs) Uh, So. Listen, have you ever. My cousin was actually my cousin was actually born on Christmas Day, so. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, that, was that yeah. What a what a yeah. I was gonna say something, but yeah, I guess you can't I can't do that. But I, you were gonna say something. Move. <clears throat> you see again. You know, you should have been out walking in the park in March instead of you know. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. So what did you want to say? I interrupted uh, you. You have your you have your fourteen kids. It's like and and you travel around with them. I mean, you're you're yeah. always riding somewhere with them, either to Shenandoah or somewhere. you know, got up to Northern Virginia. Da, 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 da. Uh, here you go. I got my Parents of the Week award. You did. I have. I have. I know. I'm going to give my JD Slade Parent of the Week award. Okay. Michael Fee and Amber Frodestein. These geniuses were charged with child endangerment for driving from Arizona to Wyoming with two children in the trunk of the car. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now, let me say this to you again. Uh-huh. Now, now again, let me tell you. First off, uh, Arizona to Wyoming is about 900 miles. Mm-hmm. Now... How many miles a day are you going to drive on average? Uh, me, at my age, I'm going to do... Maybe 10? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I mean, uh, they probably... Well, it's like, let's see here. They were sentenced to... Here's the thing. They only got 30 days in jail. Wow. And you want to know the more shocking thing? Mm. The Two people... German shepherds rode in the back seat. <laughs> The kids were six and ten. Oh my gosh! Like I said, the parents were sentenced to thirty days in jail. Oh my gosh! And now they get the kids back. You know, outrageous. That's insane. I, That's insane. I did a really stupid thing when I was a kid. Yeah. I wanted to know what it was like to be locked up in the trunk of a car. <laughs> we had this big Chevy. Mm-hmm. And I got in the trunk of the car and closed the trunk. 
Yeah. Now, this didn't have all those knockout seats in the back so that you could get out if you get out. <clears throat> so, why? Here shows how stupid I was. It's summer. Oh. It's hot as a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You bit. Yeah. Biscuit. Hot as a biscuit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You. Uh, this is the day. This is the day my mom's deciding to get on the riding mower and ride, mow the grass. Uh, so she can't hear you screaming. I'm screaming, kicking, punching. Th- I mean, it's like then it starts to get really hot in the trunk. Mm-hmm. This this might explain your melted mind. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this didn't I, I happen by you, by mistake. Looking back on this, looking back on this, I could have died in that damn trunk. Yes, because it got so miserably hot. And then it's like when I heard the lawnmower cut off. Boy, I really. Yeah, and then 30 minutes later, your mom let you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like when she opened the trunk, uh, man, I was drenched in sweat. My clothes were wet, absolutely wet. Mm-hmm. It had gotten so damn hot in that trunk. So, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, like I say, you do stupid things when you're bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I say, nine hundred miles. These two, these geniuses. Wow. So they win my JD Slade Parent of the Week award. Wow, that is really frightening. That's frightening. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh my gosh. So, so have you ever been? Uh, you ever fallen in love with a girl and then she dumps you? Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> And then she files a protective order against you. But no. have you ever... <laughs> has, it, has it ever happened to you? No. You've never been dumped by a girl? Oh, oh, oh. I thought you said to file a protective order. Uh, uh, no, dumped oh, by a girl. Of course. Oh, my God, yes. <clears throat> oh, God, yes. Okay. I, 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 real quickly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right, I, I know that she's not listening, so it's like I can tell this story. Well, I just yeah, go ahead. Tell me about your uh, your dejection and how you handle it. Go ahead. Years ago, there was a young lady who was working for me in an organization, and I I deeply loved this girl. Oh, she was so fine, so fair, so blah, 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 blah. moon, June, spoon, everything. And I, I, I used to, like, we used to spend our time in the evening at her place, and I would give her massages at the end of the night, and then I would excuse myself, and I'd leave, and I'd go home, and I was, ah, ah, ah. <clears throat> Finally, the magic moment came. We were sitting uh, around having a few alcoholic beverages, and uh, we decided to go off to where grown-ups go when they want to not be in the living room. <laughs> uh, the bathroom? Uh, all right, so the more, the more, the more, the more, and the magic moments are coming, and mm-hmm. it's like, uh, and, uh, you know, again, it's gotten kind of warm, and da, 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 no, no, no rubies at this time, huh? <laughs> and, uh, and in the middle of the height of fashion, he called me somebody else. <laughs> she called. She called, called you, Geraldine. <laughs> Geraldine. <laughs> hey, 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 Dan. 
Tell me what this reminds you of. <laughs> that's that's now, nice. Here's the ironic thing. Now yeah. this was this had to be like twelve years or so ago. Okay. I am involved with this young lady right now. Oh no. <laughs> have things gone around from her, have things gone from her, brrr, I wear name to tags. <laughs> I I wear name tags. <laughs> 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 it's, it's gonna hurt your chest hairs, but <laughs> sure does help things. Uh, uh, it was a male name that she screamed out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. why. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, I mean, not not a couple of seconds. I mean, immediately, like a light switch. No, I. What... <laughs> When I'm talking about dejected, I mean like, hey, I never want to see you again. Well, no, I didn't want to see her again. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I ask, there's a guy, and uh, his name is Adrian Pierce. Um, he's he's married. He's got two kids. Um, and back in 1971. Oh, he, hold on. Hold on a second. Is Adrian Pierce 69 years old? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yes. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I know this story. Yeah. All right. Uh, good luck on that. I mean, talk about, talk about not letting go. Uh, this fellow <laughs> 50 years ago, 49 years ago was dating a young lady in high school <clears throat> and they were, uh, it was his very first sweetheart. And this is up in Toronto. This is up in Canada, you know, where. Things are cold yes. where, where they where they don't want to celebrate Christmas either because it's always snowy. <laughs> Maybe right up there with Alaska. <coughs> but anyway, this guy got a uh, uh, it was it was a let me figure this out here. Um, when she handed it to she broke it. She handed him. She gave him a Christmas present at the same time broke up with her with her. Um, so what he did was he took the gift and he threw it under the Christmas tree and vowed never, ever to open it up. And he never did, but he never let it go. I mean, you think about 50 years old, you're moving maybe every seven years or so. He's packing that stupid gift up. He's putting it someplace <laughs> special. So he knows where it is and he packs it up and he goes from place to place and, and he still has it. He still has it. So um, this year, <clears throat> uh, apparently he reached out. You know the story. He reached out <laughs> to the young lady and uh, went ahead and opened up the gift. And apparently it was a, it was a book on uh, relationships. <laughs> it was a book called Love Is, New Ways to Spot That Certain Feeling <laughs> with cartoons about saying love. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You know, if, if you, Only human beings, man. You wonder why the aliens aren't landing. No, I'm man, they're, they're they're running away from us. Going, are, are you are you for real? Are you for real? Because I can't handle this anywhere. Hey, listen, Daniel, you're a good Catholic boy like I am. Mm. 
you know, again, and I, you hear all the stories about, you know, priests doing naughty things. Nuns are not innocent in this at all. No. All right. So the Penguin Brigade is out there, and the Daily Breeze claims that two nuns from a Catholic school in Torrance, California, are in trouble for embezzling $500,000. Whoa. The nuns took money from tuition, fees, and donations for trips and gambling at casinos. (laughs) (laughs) The women told parents the school was operating on a shoestring budget. The archdiocese is not pursuing criminal charges, although the police might. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. That's funny. Hey, uh, Come on, baby. <clears throat> Sister needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, I, I forgot to mention, we did our uh, our company Christmas party last night. I didn't mention this at all to you. Oh, you didn't. <clears throat> now, uh, at the Christmas party, uh, now I know you guys have your Christmas party. Uh, first, why don't, you, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about your Christmas party? What type of things do you get? Well, the last five years, it's been a very entertaining venue. Mm-hmm. We would have, uh, well, artisans of, of Italian cuisine deliver food to, well, what am I talking about? We had Domino's pizza and <laughs> sodas. And, and, and two-liter sodas. And, and the, the two-liter sodas, they didn't even give us ice. Oh <laughs> it was just three two-liter sodas and four Domino's pizzas. Oh, my gosh. Well, <clears throat> but now, wait a minute, wait a minute now. But this year... This year they're they're doing something different. Okay. They are actually going to have the Christmas party at a restaurant in the town where the station is, mm. and uh, it's like so. But after so many years of disappointment, I uh, I made sure that I have a doctor's appointment uh, at the same day <laughs> on the same day, so that uh, you know again you can't really fault me for not being a team player. Sorry, duty calls, medical emergency, you know, again, I, and I have to make sure I, I keep my doctor's appointments because they're the ones that keep me going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, last night we had ours. We rented out an expo center. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah, but you got, we like, did. Uh, what, a thousand employees? No, 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 no. It was only about, um, um, so on our foot, probably about two or 300 people. So we, oh. we rented out the expo center. Um and it was it was magician themed. I thought, ah, this is gonna be kind of campy. These guys were on their game. These guys were top notch. Um, you know, sleight of hand with the cards, unbelievable. One guy was a mentalist. Um, he was so good. He randomly had people pick cards out of random people out of the uh, uh, out of the audience, and he'd just say a word to them, and they'd respond back with a word, two, three. And he goes, okay, I got it figured out. Someone's got the King of Diamonds, someone's got a Queen of Hearts, and someone has a Jack of Spades. And they all went, they did. Those were the three cards of the guy. I mean, that good. Um, We also had uh, top-notch champagne served when we walked through the door and hors d'oeuvres. We had a a buffet style with with, uh, uh, prime rib and, and chicken and mashed potato. It was absolutely amazing. And, whew. Open bar. Whoa. (laughs) Fortunately, fortunately, those drinks were packed with ice. So, but that's a good thing here. But it uh, didn't matter. 
open bar. Yeah. <laughs> open bar. Nah, you can weed off that. No, I, I limited my uh, my uh, daily intake. Yes. Here's but, my question. Yes. Uh, did they did they have to give you a, a Christmas bonus or anything? Uh, I don't know yet. I don't know. Uh, it, <clears throat> um. They typically do not, but that's usually the bonus. The bonus is the the Christmas party. Prime rib and open <clears throat> bar. Real nice treat. Oh, yeah. It, it, it definitely makes people think, wow, I, I feel a little appreciated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, well, He's... like I say, I'm going to feel appreciated because, uh, you know, again, I'm going to be seeing my doctor. And then I'm going to probably buy some car parts. And then I'm going to feel really car good. Car parts. I've heard of those. Yes, exactly. Are those are those uh, uh, used for uh, medicinal purposes? Yes, absolutely. So, like you know, again, to make me feel better. Oh. Like a, it works on the joints. So <laughs> it works on the joints. <laughs> I I get the reference there. Joints. Hey, have you ever played Ding Dong Ditch? No. Okay, listen. The quick story. There's a, they were sleep, couple was sleeping the other night when a moose rang the doorbell at their Alaska home. More reasons to go to Alaska. They thought that kids were playing Ding Dong Ditch until they looked at the video doorbell footage and saw the moose ring the doorbell with its ear. <laughs> and then it just walked off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. <laughs> what again? Whoops, wrong hat. Oh, my gosh. Well, gang, that's going to do it for us again for another two I weeks. I knew I heard that music. <laughs> yeah. guess what? We'll be getting together just before Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Is that right? Let's take a look here. Yes. Guys, we will be returning da -da 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 -da. December 23rd. 20, sir. Yep, sir. It's the day after my birthday. Yay. Yay. All right. See you all later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. We're supposed to be professional here. Oh, okay. Bob and Kay will come. It's a not yet, JD. <laughs>